Greetings from Naked Ambition. In this latest episode of the Naked Ambition podcast, we speak with Katie Kinetti. She's a senior manager for the innovation at Melbourne Exhibition and Convention Center. Katie has also been recently appointed as a commercial lead for the newly developed Geelong Convention and Exhibition Center. Naked Ambition partner with Melbourne Exhibition Center to fulfill a promise that they have made to their customers of being the home to the unconventional. They wanted to solve for some of the internal systemic issues that were not only impacting their customers, but also impacting their internal resources and teams. Ideally, they also wanted to find new revenue streams and create a different proposition for their business. We work with them for an initial phase of discovery in which a lot of co-design was done with the business to identify the pain points and opportunities that were available. And the partnership has continued to take that ideation into a prototype, testing, and hopefully an implementation stage. Welcome to another Naked Ambition podcast episode. This week, we have the beautiful Katie Tinetti. Welcome, Katie. Thank you, Olga. Thanks for having me. Oh, such a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this for quite a few weeks now. So, Katie, let me give our listeners a little bit of a taste on what you do, what you've been getting up to, and some of your background. So, currently, you are the Senior Manager Innovation at Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. But you have also recently been appointed um, a new role for the New Geelon project. Is that right? That is right. I have. I've just transitioned into a new role for the Geelong Convention and Exhibition Centre, which we will be building and opening just in time for the Commonwealth Games in 2026. So a really exciting opportunity. Oh, so good. And um, so you're going to be doing a little bit of a dual role and that innovation background that you have been exercising for the last year or so, you're going to bring that flavor into the Geelong Centre? Absolutely. I've learned so much um, within the innovation role that I've been holding this year. And I think it really reminds me that we need to connect into the te- to our customers. We have this amazing opportunity to build something very special and very meaningful in the Geelong community. And they're a very proud community. And I think everything that I've learned in innovation around customer testing and exploration and all of these amazing initiatives that we get to create over the next few years and then implement, um, yeah, will be pretty impactful. And I'm lucky to have all these skills to bring in with me to this new role. Absolutely. Because your background, you have worked in the events industry for quite a number of years, over Mm. a decade. Mm. But um, you also very passionate about transforming business. You have a background with strong sales and leading teams. So tell me a little bit, what brought you into innovation? Mm, That's a great question. 
Uh, look, I do have a, a quite a diverse commercial background. You know, previously I worked for, for Ardent Leisure and I was managing an event um, team with Dreamworld, Whitewater World and Skypoint um, in the theme park environment, which was very creative and very innovative. All the different products and services and opportunities that we were creating um, in, a, in a very unique environment got me very excited about all things innovation. You had to constantly think about what was new. And, you know, you have tigers, you have rides, you have magic that's created at a theme park and you're opening it exclusively for, for customers um, to create something special for their event. And so I think my innovation journey was, was very much starting there in a, in a very unique way. But then I had an opportunity, I guess, to, to transition into my home where I'm from, you know, but I grew up in Dalesford, but it was an opportunity to come back from Queensland, back to, to Melbourne and take on a role leading a newly created sales team, uh, which hadn't existed before. So, you know, again, based on these customers and us going out to customers saying, what do you need? You know, they told us, well, we need one point of contact. We, at the moment, we go through a sales planning stage, um, then we go into an event planner, then we go into technology, and we want a seamless event. So what I did was was head up a team of about 13 um, individuals that were very much specialised in all of those areas. And, you know, they become the most employable employees within the business because they could do it all. And, and they kicked goals and the customer feedback was just amazing. And that sort of, I guess, continued on that innovation journey around transformation. So how can we come into a business and how can you evolve it? How can you create something that's going to be very meaningful and the team members are going to thrive as well as that customer sentiment, which is going to continue to be extremely positive. So leading that team, I then transitioned um, into another role, heading up a Club Melbourne ambassador program. Again, amazing opportunity to work with highly academic individuals who are very passionate about Melbourne and Victoria and bringing and winning international and national business um, to the centre. But, you know, these guys are awesome. Um, these males and, and females are leaders in their organisations. They're pure innovators and they are looking to create inaugural events or events that don't exist anywhere in the world. You know, what's new, what's exciting, what is untapped? And how can we help them on that journey and create a really impactful event? And look, in between then, I've had a couple of babies. So I went on, I went on maternity <laughs> leave and, you know, as you do, that was the hardest job of all. Uh, but I've always, you know, stayed true to, to organisation that I've worked in, you know, with MCEC and they've supported me through, you know, having these two little people, but always getting back um, into into the workforce and challenging myself. And I guess the last time I came back from that leave, um, which was the beginning of this year, it was this newly created role, head of innovation at MCEC. And, you know, the opportunity was put out. I said, Katie, would you like to give it a go? And I said, well, absolutely. Do I know a whole heap about innovation? Perhaps not. Am I willing to absolutely give it a go and do it my best and, you know, help transform MCEC? Yes, I am. So, that was how I've ended up uh, in the in the role that I have been in for this year. Amazing. And what I love about what you just said is that your innovation journey has been one that has included the customer all throughout. And I think that that is so important because um, 
innovation is part of the agenda of most companies nowadays, but sometimes we forget that we need to start with the people that we designing for. So the people that are gonna use our services and the people that are going to use our products. And sometimes we do innovation and transformation as now is well known for. So this transformation happens almost in a vacuum where we create products and then we just hope that that is what the customer wants. So to have that contact with the customer at the beginning, not at the point of testing what you have created, but in collaboration with what the customer may need. So that's great. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's such an enjoyable, and the customers love that too, bringing them on the journey from the very beginning. It's like you said, it's, it's crucial really. Mm-hmm. So you had all these roles, you were really enjoying, then you had two kids, which um, is amazing. And then you came back to this newly created head of innovation. I know that COVID hit most businesses quite hard, but I know that Melbourne Exhibition Center Mm -hmm. almost came to a stop, isn't it? Because all these events, conferences, and beautiful things that you put together were not allowed. We were all (laughs) restricted to our homes. So tell me a little bit, what was the impact of that in Melbourne Exhibition Center and how innovation came about yeah, it's such a good question because like many other businesses, MCEC was hit very hard when the pandemic struck and we went from doing it was about 1,200 events, you know, in, in 2019 to zero overnight. Mm-hmm. And so you've got a business that, you know, could have went down there and went, all right, well, everybody have a rest, everybody recover, let's wait and see what happens. But that didn't happen. And I think the the business took this as really a rare opportunity to to pause, reflect and and reset and I guess focus on what can make the business stronger and how we can look at new products and services and even partners to get us ready for the future. So that journey that I guess you're talking about there, I think it happened in about May 2020. There was a department called Business Relaunch um, Mm -hmm. and we launched that. And I guess that framework was very much looking to identify, explore, and prioritize new ideas and and concepts and business relaunch i think it was all about creativity it was all about our our team you know having the courage having the curiosity and and being able to collaborate and work together to really explore these ideas and i think the employees they responded brilliantly i think there was over 200 ideas that were submitted um and then we had the opportunity to to break into these little tribes and to work together and you were talking about people from operations and technology and food and beverage and sales and marketing, like so many different departments that would never normally have the opportunity to work together, were brought together to really explore these ideas. And, you know, there were some amazing things that come out of it from indoor driving cinemas to sound studios for film production. Uh, it was all about what type of new partnerships we created. We created a partnership with a, a company called Flinders & Co to work on a range of delivered meals. And look, we even, I guess, created a partnership with Grande Experiences to become the permanent home of the Loom, mm-hmm. which, you know, we we have now at MCC, which is something truly special. So I think 
throughout all of that, the business was, you know, really seeking to embed innovation into our new operating model. Uh, we adopted Agile, you know, where we're working in, in Agile ways of working now, which is fantastic. And through that, the business has really shown a commitment to, to innovation and hence how this role has come about and how I found myself in the role. And I, I think really the purpose of it is, is about identifying, exploring and pursuing those opportunities um, that are really going to di diversify MCC's offerings, um, our revenues and that economic impact that we're giving back to, to the state and to the community. We, we position ourselves as very unconventional so how are we doing that in the innovation space and, you know, how can this role contribute to that? So that was really how it all come about. Mm -hmm. So it's great. So Business Relaunch was an initiative that came from that necessity of pivoting, um, rethinking how you were about doing business and servicing the community. Um, and I think that is an interesting journey because obviously it provided the opportunity to cross-collaborate with different parts of the business and bring them together and that diversity of thought we know that brings great ideas um, but also adopting the agile ways so you know all of that was probably a great way of making the most of a not so good situation what were some of the learnings so if you cast your view back and you think about that period what were some of the learnings that an, as an organization you took from that business relaunch space? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Look, I think there was so many. I think the learnings that we took was that well, we, we need to give it a go at the end of the day. Like we have all of these ideas and I think, you know, true innovation is about getting these to an MVP. Mm -hmm. uh, not having these fully developed concepts, you know, it doesn't need to be perfect. And I think we were moving in, in a much faster way. And it, we as a business, we hadn't really operated like that before. And so adopting this new way of working, this learning, we found that this is working really well for us. Working in these, you know, shorter sprints, having this cross collaboration, having these daily stand-ups, the, the retros, you know, something as simple as a retrospective and being able to look back and go, well, what worked for the week and really what didn't? And more so how we bring these customers on this journey at the beginning. Because, you know, I guess companies can can get into that phase of, well, let's create a business case and let's implement and then let's, you know, see, did it work? Did it not? Oh, how come it didn't work? But you haven't done that pre-work beforehand to really explore the opportunity in depth and really test it and take it through its methods. So I think that was a was an amazing learning for us and it's something that worked. You know, now we we have an innovation role. We, we're working in Agile. We've created these different tribes and chapters that now work together. So it's quite different to how a convention center would, would traditionally operate as well. Hmm. So it was a, a big change in, in how you internally operated. Um, what sort of impact you think that has had on your customers? We do a lot of surveying and we do a lot of, I guess, discussions, communications with customers. We, we really pride ourselves on the customer um, journey that we create and the feedback loop that comes through. It's certainly not a set and forget method. We have a very high repeat rate here at MCEC, which is fantastic. And I think the impact coming from customers 
is is fantastic. Even simple things that we have done is we have split our tribes. We now have a professional event organizer tribe and we have a direct partnerships organizer tribe. So I think being able to clarify and segment those customers into the right pools to really help them on their journey and maximize um, their event and their experience and the people that they're dealing with is has been really positive throughout mm. the journey as well. I think that's great. Um, you know, we sometimes think that we know our customers, but do we really? Do we um, know them sufficiently to differentiate them from one another, to understand some of their drivers, their interests, their needs, their wants? Um, and the fact that you deep dive into your customers and you were able to not just create two different personas, let's call it, but also to reorganize your teams to serve those personas, creating that specialized connection. I think that that's a great way of bringing the customer closer and to fulfilling their expectations. So that's that's great work that, um, mm. that you guys are doing. And certainly, and we come into that part now, when we partnered with you in the body of work that we did, it was very helpful to start from such a um, from such a point rather than having to define and and bring the different personas that you were dealing with. So great benefits, obviously, and and often we find this, and it is often an external event that pushes us to reorganize, rethink, and remodel our businesses. You, you obviously enter that space, and we've talked about some of the benefits. Let's go to the dark side just for a second, okay? Not, not going to stay there very long, but what were some of the challenges of embedding this new way of working? Mm, yeah, it's um look, it can be challenging because even this year business events have bounced back really quickly, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. But with that, um, not only in the events industry, but many industries, you know, across the globe really, there is a lot of resource challenges as well. And so having, you know, the the food and beverage personnel, the technology personnel there has been a lot of movement, a lot of moving and shaking that's been going on, Olga. And when that happened, we had a lot of people that left the business, you know, because we were closed for a long period of time. And, you know, people have mouths to feed and, you know, they, they need that income to support them as well. And so that can be challenging when you're, when you're losing team members that have been with the business and have so much longevity in their roles. They understand the customer experience. They understand the business and it's a, it's a beast of a business that takes a, you know, it can take a little bit of time to learn. So having, uh, not having the, the staff, uh, that, that has been, you know, a real challenge when you're creating a new operating model that you're rolling out and it's new for everyone. There's a lot of change and change can be really scary. So we've had to, I guess, you know, really think about how we do that incrementally and how we can roll out, you know, things in stages because we don't want to be overwhelming. And then there's a lot of things when you've come back into this new operating model and it running at 110%, everybody has different priorities. So even from an innovation point of view, uh, it's it can be quite 
challenging because I obviously have a remit that I want to work towards. I want to bring everyone on this innovation journey with me, but they have other priorities and they have, you know, fires they might be needing to put out here, things they're needing to solve for here. So how are you bringing everyone together and making sure that you have the time, you have the resources and that you have that momentum to keep going. So I feel like, you know, that that can be a tricky one as well because we're all about collaboration that um, you need to be driving that. You need to be driving that quite carefully, knowing that there is a lot of things at play and you're juggling a lot of balls. So mm-hmm. you need to just be careful. But in the, in the whole scheme of things, it's been extremely positive, but it hasn't come without its challenges. Mm. Yes, it is hard to bring change and also at the same time, you know, bringing new talent to fulfill the offering as well as keeping the talent that you had still motivated and still feeling like they are part of something that has kept them there. So big challenge. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I want to jump into the work that we did with you. So how did that come about? And if you could tell, what is it that you were looking in the partner for innovation, um, an external partner, and what were you hoping that partner will bring? Mm. Well, first of all, we've obviously loved working, you know, with Naked Ambition. Um, it's been such a joy and such a collaboration. I think you can you can get a feel for that, is that we're a very collaborative organisation and coming into, you know, this innovation department and knowing that, look, it was, it's me as the resource that was in that role initially. And we thought, well, you know what, you need a fresh perspective and you need someone that can actually assist. And it's so nice to have, you know, a a partner such as yourself that um, can bring on that fresh perspective because sometimes you're so ingrained in the day-to-day challenges um, and the problems that you're trying to solve for that you really need that partner that can help, I guess, visualize and create those opportunities and help us define what's going to add the most value for that organization. And I think you want in a partner, someone that aligns to the values that you're looking at as well. And, you know, very much we're in that unconventional space and we we want to be doing things differently. And the loom is a, is a really good example of that. So how are we continuing to push those boundaries? And you're finding someone that you can collaboratively work with that can really quickly understand your business and really help sort of deep dive into what of those what are those challenge areas and you know we we had a tall task for naked ambition we gave you quite a few you know we wanted to look at the opportunities in in the digital space that mm-hmm. you know is is very important in the future and for our customers and the self service methods so how are we you know creating that space for them to evolve and, and grow and and make sure they've got the tools that they need. Um, having these, you know, professional customer tribe and a direct partnerships tribe, you know, that that in itself has been very different. So how are we helping to solve for some of the challenges that have been created in that? And also how are we looking to create new products and new services that can also differentiate us um, from other competitors and, you know, set you aside? But Again, how are you tapping into what the customer needs? And I think working with Naked Ambition and working with our partners has just been crucial to get the customer lens feedback and make sure it's 
consistent throughout. So it's not a one touch point. Thank you for your feedback. Now we move on. It's continual touch points and testings and iterations that are just, you know, invaluable. And I think in a broader sense, when we're talking about partnerships that we work for, like we are a very commercial business and we don't shy away from that. We're a public asset. We want to make sure that, you know, that that is ticking over, but we're also in service of the public. And, you know, we want our partners to think like that too, because at the end of the day, we're all here to serve the community and serve our customers and create something really meaningful that can deliver some 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 fun and some magic. And I think working with, you know, working with Naked Ambition, that hit all of those notes. Such a beautiful answer. Um, was that the mandate for innovation? So when you came into this role and you were given this head of innovation and you just explained very eloquently um, what was your hope for that innovation drive and that innovation partnership with an external due to just being a team of one for the time being. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you had all this beautiful thinking and these beautiful ideas and planning. Um, how different was that from the mandate from the organization. And the reason why I'm asking this is that often organizations have a very, I wouldn't say interesting view of what innovation is in the business. And sometimes the reality can be slightly different. Um, so I'm interested to see if when you got given this role, mm. you know, the mandate that was attached to it did fit what you had in mind <laughs> I think it's evolved if I'm if I'm honest I think that you know you you have the opportunity when you step into this role which I'm very grateful for where it's almost a blank sheet of paper and there's a lot of there's a lot of trust that comes with that um, have been in business for a long time in various roles and I have some very strong relationships and I'll always come back to the relationships because it's very important to be building those and to be really thinking about how I was going to help add value for the rest of the business and also how I was going to take everyone else on this journey with me. Um, it's not a one-woman band, you know, you can't do this yourself. And perhaps, you know, when we started that innovation, we were thinking about, oh, okay, we can, you know, go off in our own lane and we can perhaps create these new products and services um, in a lean way. And look, we can still do that. But if we're going to be trying to solve problems that exist in the organization, you know, for our teams, our employees and our customers, that is all about collaboration and that's about digging in. And again, that can come back to those challenges because you're asking a lot of people's times, you're asking them to be involved in a lot of these co-design sessions, ideation sessions, but it's crucial. Um, and thankfully, you know, the, the business has, has been really supportive in that regard. Like we've, we've needed that to happen and we want to continue this momentum. But I do feel that innovation is still very fresh and it's still very new. It obviously dates back to business relaunch, but we're continuing to evolve and we're moving in the right direction. And we're getting some really good runs on the board, you know, Thank, thanks to you guys for, for all of the help at the moment. Um, and I think it's exciting what lies ahead as well with these different concepts that we're working on at the moment. That's proof in the pudding that we're here to listen to our customers and we want to roll out things that are going to be meaningful for mm. our customers and for ourselves. And I think the business is going to support us on that journey, which is great. Amazing. So talk to me about this 
year as a head of innovation. So we had the business relaunch. You come back from maternity. You are offered this incredible opportunity as a head of innovation. Um, you get the trust. You have the relations through your previous roles and the understanding from being in different roles in the organization. So you have a very good understanding of the business. You have built relations and you have the opportunity now with the trust from your executive leadership team to innovate. Mm -hmm. um, tell me what are some of the things that have happened in this year around innovation and the difference that those things have made to your customers? Mm, yeah, okay. Well, straight away, I think from the get-go, we were here to just start exploring those challenges that exist, like we're talking about and really tapping into what are the core challenges. Like if we're starting with a problem, what problems are we trying to solve for? And bringing together these tribes, bringing together the different areas of business to, to understand what they were, that allowed us to really hit those pain points, I would suggest. Um, and therefore, I guess what we've been able to create now and the concepts that have really changed the way that we're looking at innovation and the way that we're going to implement innovation um, in the future is around just exploring our customer journey and making it a lot more simple for them. So listening to what they have to say. And, you know, this can come down to very much, you know, logistical things that can make a big difference. Um, if you're not dealing with customers that necessarily organize events all the time, organizing events can be really challenging. It can be really daunting. And there's a lot of aspects. There's a lot of pressure as well to get it right it's not just about booking a venue with a date there's a there's a lot more and we need to hold the hand of those customers throughout and being able to really tap into those direct customers as well you know those direct partnerships and ask well how can we add more value coming up with tools you know that are going to create from a one-page journey map that can really visualize their journey from start to end all of those touch points making it an interactive process where they can actually complete documents that can come back to us. Like they're, they're the type of things that we want to be looking at moving forward. So creating these tools and platforms, you know, online as well, that's the way of the world that are going to make things easier and are also going to create capacity for our team members. And that's what we're working on now. And that's been really exciting to be able to, I guess, really tap into problem really hone in on you know how are we going to find these solutions and then start really I guess that proof of concept stage and then hopefully moving into that implementation stage so like I said we're we're still early days and a lot of the things that we come up with you know they might not eventuate and that's going to be okay but the fact of the matter is I think everybody's got that fresh mindset now everybody's thinking about innovation differently we're really trying to embed innovation across the organization because it's for everybody. It's mm -hmm. not just, you know, for the person that's in the innovation role, we can all benefit from that. And that's a mindset change. Um, and, you know, you don't know what you don't know. So until you're exposed to those type of conversations, to those type of innovative sessions that we're holding, the customer feedback, it all comes together. And then you get all this momentum that can really help solve the things. So mm -hmm. it's it's exciting. Mm -hmm. I think that um, one of the things that 
for me was different partnering with yourself and Melbourne Exhibition Center to other partnerships that we have done is mm. that you had a very holistic approach to all of this. And I remember having conversations with you about solving at a systems level rather mm. than just at a silo level. And you were very much like, tell me more. And, you know, we were looking at opportunities in terms of delivering on that promise around being the home to the unconventional, plus also the opportunity of serving these two cohorts of customers that you had and the different needs that they have. What was the opportunity that we could find there? The opportunity for the business as a, you know, rethinking and reshaping. And are there any opportunities that we have left on the table and we don't know. And then there was the pain point of a workforce that was reduced, that could not be amplified because the shortage and the pressure that they were under. So there were a few pain points there. So I remember having this conversation with you and mm. thinking about what is it that we wanted to do and thinking, okay, what are the opportunities from a business perspective that are on the table? What are the opportunities from our customer's perspective? And then what are the pain points that we need to solve internally? And it was a very exciting project because we had all these avenues going all the time. And it was super exciting rather than just solve for a pain point or, you know, um, thinking about that, uh, explore portfolio, or how do you, you know, um, become more customer centric. So it was really exciting. And I think it was challenging for everybody. Um, yeah. But um, one of the things that I think help and promote the success of this engagement was the collaboration that you have mentioned. And the way you speak about it, it makes it sound very easy, but I know that it has challenges. Um, and what would you say to newly appointed heads of innovation that had to be collaborative? Because I think that that's one of your superpowers that you have. Mm -hmm. um, so what advice would you give them in this new era of business rethinking themselves as a consequence of this pandemic? Mm. Yeah, having just, I guess, experienced that, uh, you know, in all of all of my wisdom, <laughs> uh, I would, I would, I would almost flip that, and I would ask them to, you know, ask the question of the people that they're working with about why innovation should matter to them and to their business. You need everybody to start really thinking about it. Um, because like we said, you're busy day to day just happens and you've got a lot of competing priorities. So I think at the end of the day, the, the innovation is not going to be just for the one individual. It needs to be for the business and it needs to be embedded into everything that we do. And that's our customers, our partners, our employees. And I think that we all need to be part of that journey. And I think if you're, you know, and it, you, you might be an intra, you know, entrepreneur 
or you're solely in the innovation role, like whatever it is, that capacity that you have with innovation, uh, you obviously are there to make an impact and you're there to, to help improve. And I think that that is really exciting and that change, like we said, can be really scary, but it also needs to be embraced. And the more conversations that you can have with other people to just help, I guess, open up their eyes a little bit to what innovation can be um, and perhaps even, you know, have their buy-in, have their saying about what it should be as well, because it is a collaboration. It really is. You're in service of the business. You're in service of your customers. So you've got to have fun with it mm-hmm. as well. Don't take yourself too seriously. Like have fun and enjoy what you're doing and keep tapping into your customers. Like don't assume. And I think we've all been there in the past where we can absolutely assume that we know what they want and we know what they're going through at the moment. But until you sit down and you have that coffee and you have a good chat and you learn and you listen, that can be a game changer. And then feeding that innovation uh, to the rest of the business and those conversations can make a really big impact because we are all there for our customers at the end of the day. So we just need to listen and you need to share, share, mm-hmm. share, share. It's probably my, my top tip. Mm. I think that um, from my perspective, something that was really good um, was how much co-design we did with the different parts of the business, inviting everyone. Um, You've mentioned that Melbourne Exhibition Centre is a complex business. And I think that as a customer or as a user of the centre, you may only see the exhibition, but there is logistics, food, technology, there is, you know, wayfinding. There is so many different components that make the Melbourne Exhibition Centre the beautiful home to events that it is. So I think that those co-design sessions with so many of Mm -hmm. the different parts of the business, not only help them to understand innovation from a practical point of view, not just theoretically, we innovating, but also allow them to have a skin on the game and influence the way the product, the solution, the experience was shaping. And I think that was crucial to bring people on board. Couldn't agree more. You said it so well. And I think we did that from the very get-go. We knew that that was going to be the crucial. And it can be it can be confronting when you're brought into these sessions, particularly if you're not used to them. But I feel like you also, well, we also created a really safe environment for them to really be open and, and transparent about where we're at and where we want to be. So those co-design, the ideation, the discovery workshops, bringing everyone on board, yes, from operations to tech to marketing to sales. We, we touched everyone, didn't we? <laughs> we did, indeed, several times. And I think that the interesting thing is we were not put off by people being in different locations, in different parts of Australia. But also, for me, it was... Um, very earlier on after the pandemic. So people were still very resistant to come to the office, to travel into the city, and even more so for what it was defined as a workshop. (laughs) So um, 
So it, it was interesting how there were many pivots and how we brought value, not just to the work that we were doing, but also to the people collaborating in these co-design sessions. And again, it's bringing that mindset of value that you bring to the user. In this case, we're internal users contributing in, in the co-design sessions. And, and I think that your relationships and your strong connection to the rest of the business really facilitated that beautifully. And, and we got a lot more engagement that perhaps we often get in other, in other projects. So that was really good. Hmm. My next question will be coming to a close. Um, what is it that customers of Melbourne Exhibition Center should be looking forward to? And we have the cohort of the users, as in the people that come and experience the events, but we also have the customers, which are those that create the event with you. So I would love you to give us a sense for what do the event planners um, have to look forward to in the way that you are redefining your business? Yeah, it's, it's it's such an important question too, isn't it? Because like we said, we we need to keep evolving, particularly you know the stage that we're at and coming out of this pandemic. But I think you know what's important to know is that we are the home of the unconventional, and that means that we really we think, we act, and and we want to see the world a little bit differently to what you would expect from events. So we really want you to expect the unexpected, and I think that we need to continue to evolve, which we will. And I think we'll be embedding innovation into everything that we do from our food and our amazing kitchen, which is massive downstairs, get very lost, and technology, and then who we're partnering with. We're creating these really strong partnerships. There's a lot of exciting things going on in the background where we want our customers to really be, you know, connecting. We want to connect to the purpose of their event. We want to create something very special and unique from the get-go, and we want to ensure that there is that customer-centric approach that is going to put the customers at the heart of everything that we do because we're very um, embedded in, in building those long-term relationships. They're crucial. They're mm -hmm. crucial to our team. Um, and our team gets so excited about building very strong relationships and having, you know, those events come back um, each year. It creates such an amazing buzz and, and we appreciate and we value that, you know. But I think it even comes down to, you know, the designing of, of the Geelong Convention Exhibition Centre and using the design thinking, using our collaboration, you know, very much. This is going to be a very innovative future focus centre mm -hmm. that we're going to be creating. And that's super exciting because not only, you know, can the, can the customers here benefit from it, there's going to be a whole heap of customers, you know, around, around Australia that will benefit from what we can create which is going to be pretty special. And I think a lot of what we've learned in innovation now we'll be using um, when we're building the Geelong Convention Centre. So there's a lot to look forward to, like we have been talking about. There's a lot of concepts that we're testing at the moment. We're there to make that journey easier and we're there to listen to our customers along the way and push ourselves while we're mm -hmm. doing it and push our customers because we really want to deliver the best event um, for them that we can. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting to see that flavor of innovation that you have brought to the Geelong Center and how 
you guys are thinking not just in terms of the center, the events that is going to home, but the impact that it has on the Gilon area, the people that are owners of the land and how you have broadened your thinking and created a space that is not just a convention center, but is also providing jobs and opportunities and bringing people from other areas to Gilon, which will also impact some of the businesses. So all that thinking, I think that is wonderful. And I can see how in a very short space of time, you have matured as a business in that way of thinking from the early stages of Melbourne Exhibition Center to how you are now thinking about this Geelong Center in a much more centric and systems, looking at government, looking at all the different things and factors that influence. And I want to praise you and the rest of the team for having and putting yourself in that situation in which you allow yourself to maybe take a little bit of time to broaden that thinking and, and be more holistic. Yeah, holistic. That's a great way to put it. Thank you, Olga. That's lovely because it is a whole ecosystem mm. and a very tight community. And, and so we want to create something very special. And I'm sure we will that, you know, all of the community and the traditional owners of the land will be very proud of. So. Bring it on. Bring yes. It on. I also think that for those here in Melbourne, um, they have great things coming. One of the ways in, in which I have seen the business shape is that you are not just thinking about the customer from the moment that they step into the center, but you have broadened your thinking to what are the needs of customers and users before the event after the event so you are now thinking about your business as in before during and after and I think that that is a beautiful way of wrapping up and creating memories which as the unconventional uh, center I think that is a very good way because many of your users will be going there to create those memories and experiences and the success that Loom has had, you can see it all through social media, are those experiences that stay with us and to be the home to the unconventional that creates long lasting experiences is um, a great job to have, to be honest. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> lucky, aren't we? Uh, pretty cool yeah absolutely the the legacies of these events you know it's it's invaluable what can be created and the connections that can be made pre during post these events um that can really shape you know shape the future mm. it's it's amazing and it's something that I certainly don't take for granted because I feel like we are making a difference and an impact you know um in a, in a, in a small way and, and helping these event organizers bring something really special to life and we love it so. yes and we look forward to partnering with you um in bringing all of this to life as you say this um 
prototypes that we have created and these experiences that have come throughout, um, they are still a little bit fresh, but I look forward to invite you back to our podcast in which we can then talk at length about these different differentiators that we've been working on. And I think that um, people are going to be very excited to experience. So Katie, thank you so much for being a great leader, a great innovator, an awesome mom, and a great guest for this, our podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Olga. I speak with you very soon to all our listeners. If you want to get in touch with Katie, you can find her at the Melbourne Convention Center. Um, there are many things happening there. We're getting the summer and the gray weather. So an invitation for everybody to go and experience the great ways in which Melbourne Exhibition Center is making a difference. And if you have the opportunity, do a trip to Geelong and see what is happening there. From all of us, all the best. Greetings and speak with you all very soon. Mm -hmm.